Hey Joe, what do they call it? What do you call it when like a, pol- a pol- the police think you did a crime? What are you? If the police think you did a crime, what are you? A suspect. Oh, I got my words mixed up. <laughs> Welcome back to Not Qualified, uh, season three, episode eleven. And so today we're going to talk about the movie Prospect. Prospect. Oh, we're not to be not to be confused with. There will be blood. It's a movie about a prospect. I've never confused those. (laughs) (laughs) Prospect Um, is a Netflix original? No question mark. No. Okay. It was picked up by Netflix. It's just on their platform now. Um, For those of you who don't know, Prospect is a 2018 movie. It's a sci-fi movie. It was directed by Zeke Earl and Chris Caldwell, which, as far as I know, that's their only movie. Like, at least as a joint, you know, operation. Yeah. They're basically um, this generation's Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Or this generation's Wachowski brother sisters. Or this generation's um, uh, Cohen brothers. Or this generation's. Oh, there's got to be more yeah, sure duos. I'm sure there is. Are. Have been. Anyways. Um, but this movie is nothing like Fargo. No, not at all. Um, well. So I, for one, I'm just going to start this off by saying I really, really like this movie. Me too. Um, obviously, there are like some shortcomings, but those are shortcomings that come from being an indie film. The low-budget indie film, right? They're like, okay, they worked with what they had. You know, They did what they could to make it as believable as possible. But other than that... The rest of the movie is comprised of really great character development and really great storytelling, all to craft this movie that makes you believe you're actually watching something that happens on a different planet when really it's probably happening in Georgia um, in the woods, and they put an After Effects filter everywhere to make it look That took me out of it a little bit. It was a little cringy. Okay, let me talk about some things about this movie. From here on out, spoilers. Okay. You've been warned. I like this movie a lot better after the dad died. <laughs> I, I, uh, I said that when we watched it. So the movie starts out and you just got a, a daughter and a father mm-hmm. in space. And they are prospecting. They're on this planet and they're mining for some egg thing that makes money. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's almost like well, it's called prospect because they're prospectors. They're going to find this. It's almost like a mineral almost like some kind of. Yeah, like rock or diamond or something similar of that sort. Pearl. Um, it's probably most like a pearl because pearl. you get it out of an organism. Yeah. Um, and which, when you think about it, pearls are just clam tonsil stones, which is disgusting. Yeah, it's probably why they smell really bad. They do? I don't know. I've never uh, seen a pearl in real life, I don't think. Yeah, you have. I probably have. She's the daughter of Mr. Krabs. What? The... <laughs> okay. Um, well, they find... What looks to be, it's almost like it's built into the ground. Like it's super natural and organic, something like almost like a plant or a rock or something like that. But it does harness um, some kind of stone or like mineral or material that you do have to be really careful about harvesting out because, you know, you could rupture something and it could ruin the stone, um, which is super interesting. I think it's just a very unique idea that I've never yeah. seen. Um 
in but, another movie. And her and her dad, her dad, you get the vibe, he kind of sucks. He's like addicted to space heroin or something. I don't yeah, know. Space drugs. Yeah. And then they go to this planet and they meet some other prospectors who are like, hey, bucko, this is my land. Yeah. And then the dad tries to be greedy or brave or you characterize it how you want. He gets shot and wounds the main guy. Okay. And so now it's just the daughter along with the main outlaw character who's played by Pedro pa- Pascal. I almost said Pablo Picasso. <laughs> but you're right, Pedro Pascal. Uh, and he was the best part of this movie. Oh, he was yeah. he nailed it. He hit yeah. it out of the park. He touched down. He got a strike in one. Hey. Check hey, me. Mets. Let's go Mets. Yes, let's go Mets. Anyway, he was great. And I think the best part of the movie was the dynamic between him and the girl. Mm-hmm. It was this kind of gruff looking out for her thing. What did I compare it to? There was another movie that had the same dynamic going on. Um, um of like a gruff... True Grit? It is very much like True Grit. That is a great comparison, but that's not what I thought of when I was watching it. Um, man, maybe it'll come back to me. But The reason I said True Grit is because this movie, and we had made this comparison when we watched the movie, that it is very much a Western. Western in space. Yes. I love... Okay, I love the production design as well because mm-hmm. that accents the way... Like the vibe they're going for. Mm-hmm. Like the spacesuits are like these 50s futuristic yeah. like bubble heads, you know? Yeah, like but retro it, futurism. Yeah, but yeah. it makes you, you can see the faces of the actors clearly and it makes for just clean set design. There's not yeah. too much crazy. All the budget was probably spent on that opening 10 minutes. Yeah, where it's in space, which looks Looks incredible. Great. I think like they it, probably used miniatures. Yeah. Because it doesn't look like, I mean, unless it's just good CGI, I don't yeah. know. But it had the look of like yeah. Star Wars 2001 where the like alien, outside of ships like is like bright from the sunlight. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Um, and like all the uh, all the technology was very analog style, like like Alien. Yeah, like all these, pretty cool. All these 70s and 80s and 90s sci-fi movies that like... The only thing they could comprehend being scientific is what they had on them, which was a VCR or something like that. Um, But they still were really creative with that, and they embraced that kind of filmmaking. And just to like, I'm sure those were the kind of movies that really influenced the directors, you know, into filmmaking and into the sci fi world. Um, One of the things I really like about this movie is the super gingerly soft world building. Yeah, because it just throws you into the life of these two people, and it shows them interacting with objects and these this lifestyle using the jargon, using the jargon, and it never explains anything. But there's no to, clunky exposition; you just have to pick up. No, and, and you you just yeah. use context clues to pick up what they're talking about or understand what it is they're doing or how they're doing it. And I really appreciate that because I didn't feel like I was being treated like an idiot in yeah. the movie. Um, yeah, I, um, one other thing we had talked about this when we had watched it. One thing I really like about the movie, because it is very much a Western, um, is the dialogue is very well written, and it is all of the like inflections of the words, like the way the words they use, all the dialogue is very much it's very articulate, um, almost like he, Pedro Pascal talks like a like a Southern gentleman, yeah, like a uh, like a uh, what's the word Savannah. Uh, he talks like like an old Western charlatan, like yeah, some, like a snake oil salesman, like a snake oil salesman or something. He's very sly and like careful with his words. Wait, you mean the famous raccoon thief? You said sly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for that mental flashbang. 
pulled the deepest memory out of me that I could possibly Sly imagine. Cooper. Come yeah, on. no, yeah. I know. Okay. I know. I'm aware. I know you are. I just haven't thought about him since, like, first grade. I never played the actual game, but I had one of those demo discs on PS2. I just had the demo discs. Yeah, for Sly Cooper, what, two or three? I don't know which one, but was it the one where there was a, a shaman level where you're, like, jumping through the swamp and kill, get the shaman, and then there's... A level where you're in like Venice, and then there's a plane level where you're flying a plane around. Was it the, uh, oh, so we had different demo discs? I think so. All right. Um, but yeah, he the dialogue is very much Western um, inspired, and I think that really did play into the style of the movie of what they were going for. Yeah, for sure. And um, I will like I mentioned earlier, one of the things that took me out of it. There's a couple special effects that just most of the time they look great. Mm-hmm. Like, like characters will look at the sky or something, and it's all spacey, like really good. Yeah. But then there's one point where the girl gets to like the edge of the forest and looks out at an empty wasteland. I don't know what it was. It looked like a 2007 Windows wallpaper. <laughs> like it did not look good. Yeah. To me. Uh, not to mention, like I said this earlier, the after effect style effect they had on everything it's like sparkles because, coming off of everything yeah they're they're on an alien planet quotations bubbles I mean. um and the entire time the screen has this like this tracking like purple glittery floaty like embery looking effect on everything um to make it give it that sci-fi feel but really it's like in woods like it's just it's just like Georgia. That you yeah. Ferns everywhere. Like. Yeah. And that I think that's really my only complaint, which really speaks to the movie, I think, because all of my complaints are not about the story at all. No, they're just about the budget. It's just about the budget. It's just constraints <laughs> about the budget. And I would yeah. really like to see these two people do a movie like this where there's a very specific style that they're shooting for, um, and they pull it off and they're not, you know, constrained. They're not constrained. By the budget. Give make these guys the new give them a Sam Raimi moment, you know? Yeah. Give yeah, them a bunch sure. of money. Or a Ryan Johnson moment. He blew his moment, though. Yeah. Um, um, what else did I mention? There was something I really liked. Um, I, I thought Pedro Pascal was great, and I liked when the debt died because he was the weakest actor at the beginning, I think. <laughs> yeah. he, he just took me out of it a little bit. Um, I really should have written some stuff down because I had a lot of thoughts when we first watched it that I mentioned to you, and now I don't remember them. Mm-hmm. Um, how did the movie end? Spoilers. Uh, spoilers, if I'm not wrong, I don't remember. Wow. We're doing Because great. I fell asleep at the end of the movie. Because <coughs> I'd already seen it, and I was like, okay, they're watching it. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know what I realized? The last couple episodes, we didn't give a ranking to anything. Oh, interesting. So, do you have anything else to say about Prospect before we give it a ranking? Yeah, if I'm not wrong, um, the pair uh, actually end up surviving. Like they. Oh, that's right. They get off on a ship. Yeah, they get off on a ship. The mercenaries die, and they like actually end up surviving. Um, yeah. I, well, that was one of my thoughts too. Was the the Western aspects play into everything? Like they even have the Native Americans. Yeah. The Native American tribes aspect going yeah. too, where they're like trading with them and and yeah. go to their medicine man kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. It really, it really, truly is the story of like an old Western prospector living in the old West. Except all of the the themes and moments and characters are just stylized in a space theme. That's it. Yeah. And it's so well done. I think it's very really well impressive. done. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, if I were to give this a ranking. One is the best movie you've ever seen. 100 is the worst movie you've ever seen. Where do you rank this? Um, honestly, like I was really impressed when I watched this movie. On a second viewing, I was still impressed. I still really like the movie. 
I did. I do think some of the flaws shine through a little bit more, just because I was seeing it with non non fresh eyes. I wasn't as bedazzled with how impressive the story Ripe was. Ripe eyes. Ripe eyes. Um, I think I'd probably give it like a like a twenty three. Twenty three. Michael Jordan. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I'd give this movie probably a thirty one. Yeah. Final answer. Um, solid movie. Solid, very solid. Yeah, I really like really it. Really good. I, I'm really interested to see if they go on to make more movies. Um, hopefully with a bigger budget because I'm, I'm interested. I like it. I like their stuff. Well, audience, it's been fun. Um, but what you need to do is buy merch. And you also have to remember that this doesn't have the end when this recording ends because you can call a number. That number is 918-268-6337. And you can leave us a voicemail, and we will listen to the voicemail and talk about it on the podcast and do whatever it is you suggest. You get to be on our show. That makes you famous. Yeah. So call that number. It also makes you less qualified. Yeah. Just like every episode, every episode of this you listen to, you look worse on a job application. Keep it up. We should probably rethink what we do with our free time. But we're gaining their power. We're becoming more qualified with every listen. Uh, But you want to know what? What? We're still not qualified. Speak for yourself. Dang.